The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you know you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. We are broadcasting today live with uh, one of the guys competing out at the Diesel Power Challenge there in Colorado. Now, Mike, um, you are actually at the event competing, correct? Correct. Awesome. How is it out there? How's it been going so far? Good, good. Very good, actually. I'm actually having a lot of fun meeting a lot of cool people. So that's kind of what I was after, you know. Just exciting to actually be voted in and being here. So absolutely, man. Yeah, it's a big deal. You know, uh, you, you. I know everybody else was saying they submit that form, and you don't really know what's going to happen when you first try to get involved, right? Like, oh yeah, you submit the form. You, you know, you're going against everybody in the United States, Canada, and wherever else that gets a magazine just to get in the voting ballot. You know. And then I got on a voting mark, and then it was, you know, exciting just to be in that. And then all of a sudden you get that email saying, hey, you're in. <laughs> Boom. And, yeah, I think I, ju- I think I jumped four feet. I could probably slam dunk the basketball, but I, I don't <laughs> jump too often. <you> know? <laughs> that did it for you, though. That'd make anybody want to jump, though. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a big deal, man. Like you said, you know, it's there's so many people trying to get in just to even be considered is great, but then once you actually nail it, you know, what do you do? You get prepared, right, Mike? Right. Oh, exactly. Especially when you get voted in on a 32 Dodges. Like, <laughs> no, what you do first. Have a better chance being a Chevy. <laughs> what, what you do first, you get a GoFundMe account. That's that's my yeah, best advice. I actually thought about that, but everybody probably laughed at me. <laughs> well, I think it's awesome that you're out there, man. Tell us a little bit about your truck. Uh, it's a 2004, early 2004 Dodge 3500 single rear wheel. Um, it's a daily, which you know probably some of the trucks out here and don't uh, go to go get groceries on Sunday, but. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, single turbocharger truck, uh, S369 SXE, uh, second gen swap. Ripper. And uh, 125 horse over industrial injectors. Um, I'm running a stage 2 DNJ performance third gen head, ported and polished. 103 Hamilton springs and uh, tool steel retainers. Extreme heavy-duty push tubes, uh, Hamilton's 188-220 cam, running a set of dual pumps that I bought from TC Performance, um, a fast 150HD lift pump. Nothing too spectacular, but, I mean, it's for a guy that wants to, you know, read the magazine and actually see a truck that would actually, they could go out and buy and, start bolting power on and you know be an everyday driver but still take it out on the weekend and beat it at the truck poles or whatever you know well yeah and i don't want to take anything away from you and say that your truck's run of the mill but those are all very common parts it's awesome like you said to see somebody put it together and really put it up against some of these guys with big budgets and big builds and let's see how it competes was it worth spending all that extra money that they spent or should they have done it the way that you got it set up Right, right. I mean, like, any any guy could go to a shop and buy these parts or even do it themselves. You know, I, I do all my own work, except for the tuning aspect, obviously. Who are you running for tuning? Transmission. I, 
I'm running HP tuning from uh, Firepunk Diesel, Levon. Okay. And uh, also my transmission's one of the golden nuggets from Firepunk too. Gotcha. The golden nugget. So <laughs> we've seen a few of those. I call them the golden nugget. Yeah. Cost probably you know as much as gold. a golden nugget, if not more. <laughs> yeah. That's about it, you know. Everybody's just like that pallet costs too much as gold, but you know, <laughs> if it's gonna, it hasn't broke on me yet. So yeah, that's what we go it's for. Very reliable transmission. Absolutely, that says something, man. We've got a golden nugget in our uh, UCC truck. Yeah. Come to if you want to call it that. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, Mike, before we get too far in here, tell us what got you started in diesel, bud. Um, actually, uh. What got me started, uh, I started wrenching when I was a kid, and, you know, on your bicycles and your four-wheelers <laughs> and started getting into vehicles. And then when I turned 16, I actually got a job washing trucks, semi-trucks. Oh, okay. And then from there on, I got to actually start doing engine builds and semis at the age of 17. Then I went off to school at Fox Valley Tech in Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. And got my uh, associate's degree in diesel equipment technology. So, I mean, I've been wrenching on diesels since I was 16, so about 11 years now. And I work personally in a, a, a big diesel shop, I should say, for semis and dump trucks. And I do all this pickup truck performance stuff on the side for my own side business. But other than that, it's it's all fun and games. Like, I'm, I'm here to compete, but I'm here also just to be, like, one-in-a-lifetime deal being able to come and meet cool people and see what horsepower actually is compared to, you know, a standard street truck like what I'm running. Right. But, you know, Hanging out with Charlie Keeter and KJ. Man, you're living it up over yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good time, actually. I just watched Charlie Keeter dyno today. He was just uh, 1,100 horse and 1,900 foot-pounds of torque on spray, huh? Yeah, what'd you come sure, in at? Sure. Um, uncorrect numbers, 587 at like 1120 or so torque. Okay. Correct numbers was like 720, 1380, which still with their correct numbers down here, you're still dealing with altitude, you know? Well, no, well, a corrected number, that's the corrected number should balance for altitude. That's the whole point of a corrected number. So the corrected number is to right. say that if you were at sea level, this is what we would expect from your truck, right? Right. So it, right. it's supposed to be I there. I down to... 780 horse last year, though, on my old setup. Really? What was your old setup? My old setup, I actually stock had, you know, with the valve springs and push tubes um, with an S366 charger, box charger with a billet wheel on it, Three, uh, 780 horse. 1580 foot pounds of torque down at Firepunk. Yeah. Yeah, you know there's always and some ran out of air. There's always some differences, right? So there's some differences in the well, there's always the dyno and dynos you're running on, yeah. you know. And also the person running and it was my first time actually running my own truck on a dyno, so that was the learning curve for myself. <laughs> you know? It is a huge there's experience involved there that you have to have. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Right, right. Okay. So especially when you got a brake boost and all that stuff, you know different you know it's not like when you line it up the honda civic or a prius at the stop and go lights and what's the race here or something, you know? 
<laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So it, we know that it's a lot of work to go out and compete, especially if you're working a full-time job and doing diesel performance on the side for for local people. Why are you doing it? What got you motivated to be a part of this challenge? Just to be here, really. I read the magazine all the time. I have every diesel power magazine still at home <laughs> for like the last seven years. They got every diesel power challenge DVD that's on the market. I mean, I, I the adrenaline of black smoke and horsepower really gets a guy going. Absolutely. Me, I'm, I'm a truck pull guy, so yeah. I'm building a, an actual 3.0 smoothbore at home right now for a toy. Oh, really? Yeah, we saw you were up in Wisconsin. Figured yeah. you played in the dirt with a sled pull. And tell us about the 3.0 truck. She, well, she sounds expensive, first of all. <laughs> sounds expensive. Well, that's also a 2004 Dodge uh, crew cab, long box, dually. Early or late, 04? Going to be running uh, early 04. Early 04. I'm actually going to be switching the piston design to an 04 and a half style, diamond eyes. Then I'm going to be running a set of Apex... Uh, Billet rods, D and J stage three head. Still going to be a five nine base. Um, I'm going to. I got a twenty one forty five rear end. S and SCS uh, axle shafts. Not going to be running a drop box. They're going to be running an NV forty five hundred. Really? Uh, yep. Think it'll hold? Uh, yeah, it'll actually. A lot of guys up by us are still running NVs. Okay. Either from profab or building their own. I'm in a, I'm building my own, so yeah. I do a lot of manual transmission rebuilds. So, so that, that kinda, that's back at home, and you got another project, obviously here in Colorado. You're trying to uh, achieve here. You're trying to win this whole deal. I do have to tell you right. that uh, S four seventy six SXC charger is one hell of a charger. Three sixty nine. He's got a S. I thought he said S four seventy six SXC. No, it's X. 369 charger. Oh, okay. They're actually rated for about 950. No, um, I think there actually is one guy here running a single S4, uh, 472 XXE. Yeah. yeah. I think Rich is running one of those on his Duramax. Gotcha. Yeah, we just had a Cummins on our right. dyno make about 1,000 horsepower in a single um, 476. 476, yeah. Yeah, he passed me at the quarter mile marker yeah. this weekend, and it sounded like somebody was shooting a missile off at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're loud. They're like listening to a tractor that's really big straight pipes, you know? <laughs> yeah, I felt Absolutely. like I was trying to outrun a missile, man. It was unreal. <laughs> okay, so, Mike, tell us, what's going to be your best event? Is it going to be the sled pull, since you have so much experience there? I'm leaning more towards the trailer obstacle course. Really? Right. Okay, why is that? I pull goosenecks. Well, I, I got a lot of trailer experience, and, you know, some of these guys here... I don't know if they ever pull the trailer with the truck that they got here or, you know, like my truck I use every day. I got a 32-foot gooseneck that I pull with it, you know. Obviously, the toys or other people's stuff. I got an ACDL. I drive semi and trailer. I mean, truck pulls is going to be hard here just because I know some of the guys that are here from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we have pulled against each other. And you also got to look at the aspect of weight ratio. Sure. You know, not everybody's going to be in the 8,000-pound range. You're going to be looking at these 
the F four fifty. He's going to be a ninety two hundred. <laughs> that Duramax. He's probably going to be about ninety four hundred. And then you're going to be looking at me at seventy six hundred with a full tank. You know, right. having the weight to put down to the the track is usually the hardest. You know, yeah, it's a big deal, man. And me not spraying nitrous compared to everybody else is kind of a disadvantage, but. Yeah, so far I've talked you know, to two guys that are not not using any spray. Why did you decide not to use the bottle? Uh, stock lower end in the truck. I didn't want to be like the guys in previous years where it's just like they never ran nitrous in their life. They throw it on a dyno and they mushroom some top of the pistons. You know, running a stock lower end, stock rod, stock pistons is kind of iffy on throwing, you know, a lot of spray at it. Sure. Granted, it would have been nice to have like a bump, a bump start nitrous, you know, with a push button, but yeah. in a sixty jet, I think that would have helped out a lot on the dyno. I could have hit it at the top peak, but I don't know. I just never ran nitrous. Never been a big fan of any injectables besides fuel. I mean, slogans always uh, all throttle, no bottle. So. <laughs> You're breaking Danny's heart over here. He doesn't no, even know what to say. He's not breaking my heart. I can tell he's a Packer fan, though. Oh, so that's don't why, even start that shit. That's why. Don't that's why we're gonna. That that's shit. why we're buddies, man. I can Ooh, tell he's a diehard on. Green Bay don't, Packer fan. Don't go ruining the. Podcast. You better be if you live up in Get Appleton, Wisconsin. It's kind of like if you're not a Packer fan, you shouldn't be living in Appleton. Anyways, um, well, I, I'm actually from uh, Campbellsport, Wisconsin. Yeah, I went to school up in Appleton. Oh, okay. Campbellsport, Danny. Well, he should still Listen, be a Packer fan. Get out of here. All right. Anyways, we're here to talk about. It's better the, than being a Bear the, fan. The uh, diesel power challenge fan, of and 2017. Not even knowing anything Flat about landed. the Bears. Okay, so we're here to talk about Diesel Power Challenge 2017. You said your best event's probably going to be the trailer racing. What's going to be the most challenging? Where are you going to? What do you think is going to be the spot where you get hung up? Drag racing. Really? Yeah, I've never done it. What? I've never been to the drag strip. I've never ran the lights. The only lights I ever run would be at a four-core intersection where you're sitting there waiting for the yellow light on the left just so you can smoke <laughs> the guy with the green light on the right. There ain't no difference, in my opinion. Right. You can do that. You can you can follow that tree down. Oh, so it's easy to race now. Right. I said it's no different yeah. than that. Okay. Well, according to you, drag racing okay. is easy, right? But when you're looking at lights like that, if you can if you can handle that situation. I think that you're better off uh, by doing that, by knowing how to do that, by going to the tree yourself. So uh, is, as far as the drag race and the diesel power challenge, do they um, judge you on reaction time, or is it like the UCC? Dude, where it's they heads just, up, bro. Yeah, that's it's, not, it's not best time. It's heads up. you got to beat the guy next to you. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. That, I believe I believe they're doing best time, and then the best eight trucks are actually going to run head-to-head. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. So, right. Don't let them stage you. Right. Don't don't let them don't let them fuck with you when you're setting up the lights. That's that's always it's new racer like somebody like me who doesn't have years of living next to the Byron Dragway. That's where people really fuck with my head is they go to sit, stage their one light and they pre-stage the truck and then they just they play with the brakes and they you think that they're going to jump up and they're going to hit that second bulb and then they don't and then you're waiting forever on them and the next thing you know you're thinking about them and then now fuck all of that don't do any of that stare at your lights. Like that's the best advice I could give somebody who doesn't have a ton of experience. Is just stare at the tree. Everything else is shut down. You want you? I'm sure. Oh yeah, put her, put her in tunnel vision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just you in the truck now. That's it, man. The guy next to you is gonna do whatever right. he's gonna do. Don't let him fuck with you. 
That's what always gets me when I'm out. Well, all right, man. Mike, we we definitely appreciate you taking out some time to join us today. We know how busy you guys are out there at the challenge and everything going on and all the excitement. Real quick, who would you like to take a moment to say thank you to? Uh, I'd like to say thank you to my fiance for coming along with me. Well played. Yeah. Well played. Kissing her on all four cheeks, I see. <laughs> oh, she gets into this. She loves this stuff. She and like most, you know, wives or girlfriends that go, huh, we gotta go to another diesel event today. It's just like she's out here doing live feeds of everybody else. She wants everybody to see what's going on down here, you know? Well that's awesome, man. It's great. It is cool. That's cool. That's cool that you guys get to go do it together. Well, we definitely wish you the best of luck, Mike. Um, of course, we want to say a quick thank you to Calibrated Power Solutions, Duramax Tuner, for making this podcast possible. Special thank you to KJ Jones from Diesel Power Magazine and all of the Diesel Power Magazine crew. And the guys over at ATS. And the guys at ATS and all of the sponsors for this year's event, XDP, Fleece, and everybody else. We really think that this is one of the coolest events of the year. We're so proud to be a part of it. Uh, for tonight, this has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Boss. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Danny at DuramaxTuner.com. You're breaking Danny's heart over here. He doesn't no, even know what to say. he's not breaking my heart. I can tell he's a Packer fan, though. Oh, so don't why, even start that shit. That's why, that's why, we're, gonna, that that's why we're buddies, man. I can well, tell he's a diehard on. Green Bay don't, Packer fan. Don't go ruining the podcast. You better be. If you live up in Get Appleton, Wisconsin, it's kind of like if you're not a Packer fan, you shouldn't be living in Appleton. Anyways. Um, well, I, I'm actually from uh, Campbellsport, Wisconsin. Yeah. I went to school up in Appleton. Oh, okay. Campbellsport, Danny. Well, he should still Listen. be a Packer fan.